I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, former college professor turned manager in a large corporation turned entrepreneur. And not just any entrepreneur. I've made it my life's work to make organizational life more effective and fulfilling. So welcome to Working Conversations, the podcast where we digest and translate research and ideas on workplace dynamics and serve up to you the most interesting and actionable strategies to make your workplace conversations and your relationships more effective, productive, and influential. If you're looking for proven tools for your workplace toolbox, you're in the right place. Now, let's get after it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Working Conversations podcast, where we talk all things leadership, business communication, and trends in organizational life. I'm your host, Dr. Janelle Anderson. And just a quick reminder, these podcast episodes are also available on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash Janelle Anderson PhD, if you'd rather watch than listen. Well, I guess you'll listen too. (laughs) So this episode is going to be a lot of fun. I am super excited to talk to you about this idea of selecting a word to guide your year. Now, by way of context, before I tell you what my word for the year is and why you should have one, I want to just set the stage a bit. A number of weeks ago, I was in Washington, D.C. with a very dear friend of mine, Heidi. And we were taking a walk through Georgetown, and then we popped down to the Potomac River, and we were walking along the walkway there on the Potomac in the park area, and we came upon a labyrinth. And we were just on a leisurely walk, and so we had plenty of time to walk the labyrinth. Now, if you're not familiar with what a labyrinth is, it is a curving path that goes from a set point at the outside of usually a circle, a large circle shape on the ground, um, although it can be any number of other shapes. It doesn't have to be a circle. And you follow the path in the circle, zigzagging and zigzagging all the way around through a prescribed pattern until you get to the middle. It is this very slow methodic, curving walk that you do. It's very meditative. Uh, Eventually you get to the center and then you unwind in like fashion, following the path that again is going to zig and zag and not in a abrupt way, but in a very slow, methodical, soothing kind of way. So we came upon this labyrinth and it was just a beautiful fall morning and we took I don't know, maybe 15 or 20 minutes to slowly and meditatively walk this labyrinth. And when I came out of the labyrinth, it just absolutely came to me, my word of the year. And I'll tell you what it was, and I'll tell you a little bit more about that trip through the labyrinth as we go along through this episode. Now, if you're not familiar with the idea of having a word of the year, It's the idea that you pick a single word to bring focus and clarity to your life for the coming year. Some people like to pick a word instead of making New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions often come with a lot of anxiety and stress and then eventual disappointment. A word, it's just there for you. With no anxiety-producing expectations, it just is. Now, having a word of the year helps keep your attention on the goals that you have for the coming year, or it might motivate you towards achieving them, depending on 
what the word is. And if you've ever felt overwhelmed or if you're overthinking something, there's an episode on that, (laughs) your word will help provide a calm in the storm. Having a word of the year also means you'll have a solid reference point for the year. It will feel like a sturdy guidepost providing direction where you otherwise might feel lost. A word for the year can also be a great anchor point in those moments when you're feeling flighty and undecided when there's multiple options on the table. You can think about your word of the year as a litmus test. Which one rings most true to my word of the year? And then choose from there. Your word also may serve to motivate you on those days when you just don't want to bring your best game, your word might remind you otherwise. Having a word for the year also helps you in goal setting. When you think about a goal that you might want to undertake, your word will help you determine if it's a good goal or not. And specifically, is this a good goal right now for this year during the duration of your word? Now, Before I explain how to go about selecting your own word for the year, I promised that I would tell you mine. So I came out of walking the zigzags of that labyrinth with the warm sunshine on my face and just moving, not in a way that I had to think about. I just watched the path and I followed the path and I took the path of the labyrinth where it was going to take me. And I had complete confidence in no matter how long it took, I was going to get to the center and I was going to make my way out. There was no need to rush. There was no need to worry. And so in that very, very meditative state, I was thinking a bit about the year that has just recently passed or that is almost, almost behind us as I record this. And I was thinking about the challenges the growth I had in my business, the growth that came to me personally as a result of some of the growth in my business. And then I started thinking about what was missing. And not in a beat myself up over it kind of way, but just since I was focused on this, I wasn't focused on what. And I'll tell you a little bit more about how that line of thinking went as well. But that's what was going through my head as I walked the labyrinth. And again, before I select help you select a word for the year. I promised that I would tell you mine. And so I came out of that labyrinth having seen myself taking improv classes again this year. I've taken them in in the past, but it's been a while. Uh, I also saw the possibility of taking some comedy classes. I came out of that labyrinth with goosebumps. I came out of that labyrinth with my word. My word for 2023 is craft. So here's a little bit more of the context. My business has grown significantly in the past few years, and that's meant personal growth for me as well on the business side of things. From accounting to insurance to databases and on and on, more sophisticated systems have been required, and the internal wiring of my brain has needed an upgrade too. So both the internal workings of the brain as well as the business systems that support working conversations needed an upgrade. And now certainly I am a business owner, so I am not shy of upgrades. I know these things have to happen. 
and all was well and good. The business side got much more mature in the past couple of years and last year in particular, 2020 in particular. But you see, in addition to being a business owner, I am also a performer and entertainer. And whether that's giving a keynote speech on a big stage or leading a management retreat for a small group, there is an element of performance in the work that I do. And given all of the attention that had gone to the business side of things this past year or two, there hasn't been much time available to focus on the performance side of things. And as I walked round and round in that labyrinth, it became perfectly clear. 2023 is about my craft. And just like that, craft became my word for 2023. It didn't necessarily magically materialize. Remember, I was in a deeply meditative state in the labyrinth. That definitely helped. It was also a few days before I was about to give a keynote speech that was really important to me, both personally and professionally. And so I was very immersed in rehearsal and practice and performance. So you could say I was uniquely primed on that day to find my word, (laughs) or maybe even to have my word find me. There are so many ways that I can use this word and work on the craft of my speaking. I can take classes, I can read books, I can watch TED Talks and other performances to see educational content and entertainment shared by others. I can learn outside my own genre of public speaking by watching musical performances, classical, improvisational, and pop music, and observing what captivates and magnetizes audiences. I can watch my peers at conferences where I'm also speaking, and I can learn more about my craft by watching them present. There are just an absolutely endless number of ways that I can work on my craft in 2023. Now, I like the word craft because it also has some versatility. My daughter is very artistic, and this can lend itself to me doing some craft with her. And it'd be completely consistent with what I'm creating for the year. Or perhaps it will guide me towards some new hobby or activity that requires learning a craft of some sort. Who knows? But I do love that it has that versatility. Now, of course, that's not a requirement, and mine just happens to this year. This episode is made possible by Instacart. If you haven't already started using Instacart, now is the time, my friend. Now, I'm the first one to say that I actually enjoy a trip to the grocery store. I really do. But you know what I like doing even better? Making this podcast. When I was deep in the development of this podcast, outlining and recording the first few episodes, my kids reminded me that they needed to eat. Instacart to the rescue. In absolutely record time, Magnolia, my Instacart shopper that day, delivered chicken nuggets, milk, avocados, fresh berries, and a host of other groceries we needed. When life gets busy, or when you just want to feel like royalty and have someone do it for you, there's Instacart. Get $10 off your first order when you sign up at workingconversations.com forward slash Instacart. Now, back to the show. If you want some guidance on how to choose a word for 2023, if the word hasn't magically materialized for you, here are a few pointers for coming up with one. A nice, handy, multi-step process, as I am often sharing. All right, step number one, quiet your inner dialogue. 
meditate, go on a hike, walk a labyrinth, do a yoga class, or whatever helps you get calm and centered because that's where you're going to want to start from. Number two, make a list of what you want to focus on in the coming year. This is a brainstorm. It can be high level and conceptual or down in the weeds specific. Anything from more time spent with my kids to get a dog to get a promotion at work to having more music in my life to color my hair more regularly. (laughs) Don't censor yourself. Just brainstorm the list real quick. Number three, look at your list and see if you can see any themes. Maybe there's a health and fitness theme or a spend more time with the family theme or a promotion at work theme, or a self-care theme. Make a short list of the themes that you see. Even no theme is a theme. It could be expansiveness, or maybe just curiosity is your theme when there doesn't seem to be a theme. Step four, looking over that list of themes, think of single words that capture the ideas represented by those themes. Make a list of those single words, even if you don't really like them. Step five, once your list of words, single words is created, read through that list to see if there's a word that really stands out to you. Maybe it's as easy as that. One of them might just jump out at you and say, this, this is your word. Or if you don't think you've got it exactly, the exact right word. Go to a thesaurus or thesaurus.com and look for some synonyms that might be a better fit until you find the word that really jazzes you and lights you up. Now, don't overthink this. You can always change it or stop using it if you no longer like it. The stakes are pretty low here. Although the benefits that you stand to get from having a word are in fact quite high. But Back to the stakes being pretty low. This is just your word between you and, well, you. So (laughs) you have my absolute permission to change things up if that word doesn't work for you. So don't overthink it and don't get too wrangled about it. Let me quickly review those five steps for you again. Step one, quiet your inner dialogue. Step two, make a list of what you want to focus on in the coming year. Step three, look for themes in your list. Step four, think of single words that capture those themes. Step five, see if one of those single words is your word. If not, start using a thesaurus to find your exact word. Now, I am super excited to use my word in 2023. There are classes to take, books to read, performances to attend where I can learn from watching others do their craft rehearsals where I will use what I've learned to upgrade and craft my own performance. And then of course, actual craft projects to make. (laughs) Drop me a line on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what your word is if you are so inclined to share. I'd love to be able to cheer you on from the sidelines with your word. Until next time, my friends, be well. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head on over to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and give us five stars and a quick review. It really makes a difference and it keeps us bringing you valuable content that you can put into play in your life. 
I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, and this is Working Conversations.